0: biggest thing in seriousness is no injuries
4: the fantasy football show
3: Hello everyone, welcome to Planet FPL, the world where everything revolves around fancy Premier League. My name's Serge. That's weird, James is my name too. Indeed, but listen, this is for the audio. Now James, uh, normally Tuesday would be a people's poll, but being that we're at Planet FPL Live 4 and we're being efficient with our time, or lazy as some would call I'm it, so lucky. to not record tomorrow, we're going to shoot a QA and a now with uh, a handful of people that are left after we've been able to watch uh, Forest Villa. Luton, Liverpool, nobody scored in the FPL points. We've drowned our sorrows with the main podcast. Now we're going to shoot a little Q&A. Yeah, We've got it, a few people that are ready and lined up with questions. The questions, are you ready?
0: Yeah, just for benefit of those watching this or listening to this on Tuesday, obviously this is Sunday night, yeah, so...
3: No Tottenham, Chelsea. We might not we'll be unbeaten, I don't know. And for everybody that's here, thank but you so much for the jumping up with your questions. If you do us a favour, when you come up to the microphone that Clates has got there, just uh, give us your name. And shout out your handle because we may as well self-promote and uh, get followers or whatever else you want to. If there's anything you want to plug, Clayton, you actually going to do do anything? Yeah, he's been alright. Leave him, leave him. So, we have a question. Come on, Delia, Delia, go on, tell us.
5: Hello. So, wow. Um, My name is Delia, and I just had a question for James mostly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, blood. Tomorrow. Uh, If tomorrow, God
5: forbid.
4: Spurs win again. Do you think you actually have a chance to the oh, title? Um, could
3: you? That's the question I thought it. Could you?
0: I'll tell you, Ricky. I'll tell you the problem in two words with that. Thank you. Um, yeah, w- yeah. In two words, Manchester City. It's as simple as that. So, could we? Could we? I, I heard you, babe. Um, could could we finish above Arsenal? Yes. Do I, do I? Hold on. Hold on. Stop biting. I know you've had a tough weekend, babe. Like, do I think we will? No. Could we? Yes. Do I think we'll finish above Liverpool? No. Could we? Yes. But to finish above both and Manchester City with the standards they set, I think it's extremely unlikely. If we were to keep winning, we will put ourselves in a position similar to what Arsenal did last year where you will begin to look at it and go... They're finishing top four. And I think, should hypothetically, if we have beaten Chelsea, beat Wolves, beat Villa, then it's City. Now, if you go there and win, then there's a conversation to be had.
3: So four games and we will, we will know. But we won't
0: win all those four games. I, when, you, when you look at Tottenham's fixtures now, like they begin to get tough. So let's, let's see. What we've done really well so far is we've been brilliantly consistent, right? We drew at Brentford opening day. Since then, we won every game by one. So we've played a lot of average teams in truth, but you've still got to beat them all. And we've done it. The only other game we haven't won... Was, was against Arsenal and I think merited the draw. And that feels like still the only game really to judge Tottenham on. But then when I judge Tottenham on that, I think, yeah, this has been a great start because they're a very good team.
3: Cool. Next question. Uh, Rory, go why? Let me turn you up. Go, go for it. Cool. Uh,
4: between now and Christmas, which team, like taking into account finances, which team will have the highest defensive returns?
3: Taking out the finances Literally
0: He's that's, that's, Fishing is That's that our Palace fishing? correspondent Rory yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't fishing. know He's definitely looking for a Taking out
3: value Who's going to have the most Defensive returns You, you do, do you your go? You do your skittle spreadsheet Where you kind of put fixture difficulty rating in And you, you I think you'll be it.
0: one of the two teams I said earlier Arsenal or Newcastle
3: Yeah I think Newcastle—they're getting stingy. The only thing with them is obviously still adapting to the Champions League.
0: I would be—I would be surprised, Rory, if we got to Christmas and Palace still had most clean sheets in the league, for example. Not because I think—not because I think Palace will have a dip off. I just think someone else will probably increase their run. I think that would be Arsenal most likely, then maybe Newcastle.
3: Maybe maybe Liverpool as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's also he's saying good teams will rotate.
3: Yeah. Cool. Uh, we're ready, next question. This time, give us your name, shout out your handle or whatever else you want to sell on the internet.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Chris Church, um, FPL Church on um, Twitter. Uh, first part is, like, this live show has been fantastic, so thanks very much for that doing works, it. man. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, <clears throat> what are your thoughts He wants the brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on the released VAR comments from the Arsenal-Newcastle game from last night? Oh, I haven't, tell I haven't, I haven't, tell haven't us. Heard. Tell us, what are they? you yeah. got them there. Oh, I've got them here. When did they release them, just now? No, it was last night. Please oh. tell me this
0: is a wind-up funny and please tell me. Oh.
5: So the first one, on serious. Bruno Guimaraes, Bruno Guimaraes elbow, he's not used his arm as a weapon. It's not <laughs> nice, but no more than a yellow card. Oh, okay.
0: So, uh, I mean, I'd say what I would say on that is on the Gameris. I think if he's sent off, nobody complains about that. No. Nobody complains yeah. about that.
5: So there's, there's four comments, right? That's the first one. Second one, on the Newcastle goal, the bu- the ball looks like it's out, but we can't possibly give it from that angle.
0: Yeah.
5: Find another ball. angle, but yeah, right.
0: Yeah. You're going to get well upset, oh. aren't you? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> You're Third an Arsenal one. fan. That's understandable.
5: <laughs> on the push on Gabrielle, there's two hands on Gabrielle's back, but we can't be sure it's a push. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Can I be honest? It's stroking. <laughs> Can I be honest? Everybody stroking each other's there oh. I actually
0: yeah. think that's sensational. <laughs>
5: Create creative writing. The last one on on Gordon being offside. There's no conclusive evidence whether Gordon is behind the ball, so stick with the on-field decision. Yeah, that's, that's right. A, that's what the right. picture is.
0: That's right.
3: Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Is that the question? No,
5: yeah. so what were the thoughts on the, the comments?
3: Um, I think as, as the coverage. elbow ones nonsense. And the uh, foul two hands on the back is nonetheless. The I also I think, to be honest,
0: in the same way, if, if Havertz had been sent off, they wouldn't have overturned that either. Yeah, I
3: don't think we'd complain either. He lunged in, man.
0: So, um, it's, it's a lunge with height. Where he yeah, ends up catching yeah, yeah. him is low, but you can't do that. Yeah. Gamera is, yeah. I, I, do you think honest, they should when still I saw still it, I thought, oh, he's off. was do you my think reaction. The
3: thing is, you know, after, obviously, the uh, situation with the Liverpool goal, and they released the audio and stuff. We're kind of uh, peeling off the layers of the onion where now the expectation is that they will put out a statement and they will tell us what was said and soon they will release the audio. Do you think they should carry on just releasing as much audio as they can from what's happened in the decision-making yeah. conversation?
0: and I think eventually it should get to the point it's where It's not helping, we though. It's making it worse because we're realising
3: how fucking stupid they are.
0: Well, to be honest, it would be... I mean, have they released the Wolves-Newcastle one... And then the Wolves, Sheffield United, won. It'd be interesting to hear what that is, because most of us who watch and know football would go, "Okay, yeah, there's contact. It ain't a penalty. None, of, neither of them, right?" So what you, what are you saying? Are you is your conversation? where well, he's given a penalty, and oh, well, yeah, there's there's contact between the two players. It's a contact sport. Bloody hell, imagine if you isolated everything in that way and went, yeah, that's a foul, that's a foul. No one wants that. So it's like, the, the problem is, this is my thing, they take everything by law, so which is understandable, they have to abide by the laws, right? But therefore their threshold search is, they, they go, right, so it's a high threshold, so we have to apply a high threshold to law. So it's, oh, okay, Share dives into kunya, but oh yeah well there's contact between the legs mm, we'll give it it's not right that's stupid. so I want common sense one of the things I've been saying is get someone in the room who's not a referee who obviously doesn't make the final decision but just sits there and says to them like are you okay with your common sense decision here sense check them rather than just on rules just say look Referee Like a human being Rather than a robot And actually just Remove yourself And say Do you think that's a penalty
3: That's a A great job title Common sense officer Yeah common
0: sense officer For the PGMO, The CSO Of VAR Yeah
3: Right Let's move it on Next question We Hello. have Introduce yourself Are you first time
2: FPL player Hello First yeah. season First uh, season my, of The name's p- Tom Yeah Shh Guys my Just name's Tom. You can find me on Twitter at Nico underscore Samido <laughs> or at AFC. Okay. Um, <laughs> who got me assist something? Um, so there's always one player who shows up during Christmas or you know, around sort of the turn of the year, out of nowhere, that isn't in force now. Who would that player be? Can you both nominate one player? That Define the, that Christmas. What were we saying? December and January? Yeah. Yeah. Some some player who's not in the template now. Who shows up out of nowhere? Go on. Oh.
3: I'd have to have a think about it. Do you, do you want a really left field pick, don't you, Tom? I've
0: got one in my mind straight away, actually. Go on then. I'll, I'll go for Brennan Johnson.
3: It, do you know? Do you know the biasy? I would have tried. I would just tucked out like Kudos or something. You picked a Spurs player. I picked a West Ham player. Let's just not pick our own teams. I think there's biasy involved okay. in that. I quite fancy Eze. Quite fancy, almost. Oh, do you know what? Because I almost think I want him to do well. I want him to break out and do well and have a good run.
0: Foden. I mean, Foden's not a part uh. of that now, right? So, I think mean, Foden is a reasonable shout, considering it will come into, obviously, that if the City double happens with Brentford. So, maybe that. Maybe might be Doku, even.
3: Yeah, Doku would be a decent shout. I don't, know, I don't think you can count Darwin as... Eze's a, is a very yeah. good
0: shout.
4: Yeah, I think I'd... Well. And,
3: I, and I would want him to as well. And he's a good price at 6.1. Awan Yee. Mm, two hit and miss. And I'd, he, he's the kind of player, no. if I had him in my FPL squad, Awan Yee, I would just play him in the home games and bench him in the away games. So I don't even feel like he'd be a player that would be week in, week, week out. Arguably say Solanke. I don't know if more, I want him. Maybe. Slanky, Maybe. I like Dominic Solanke as well. And, yeah, maybe what's... Uh, I know we talk about Everton's fixtures being permanently crap, DCL, yeah, sure. But DCL, um, maybe I've got recency bias for how well he we played against us, but he's done all right again yesterday. I think DCL might be another one. Do you
0: remember that year a few years ago, the, the one the person I thought of when Tom asked the question was Danny Ings. We had that period for Southampton and I remember they beat us New Year's Day and I was already sick of Mourinho about six weeks in and I was like I've got a game." him it was one of the few times I've ever watched a player I'm like, I can't take this anymore We're scoring every week and it was the whole narrative where he's made a glass he'll get injured at some point he's, he's wasting the transfer the guy he's was scoring. literally scoring every single week yeah. um, Danny so that's who I that's who I think of with that question actually Danny Ings was
3: scoring goals Danny Ings was scoring goals yeah Oh. <laughs> Rory, put the beer in. This is the uh, Crystal Palace Appreciation Society over there. Go on, next question. Let's uh, chuck in. Let's uh, I don't do Twitter, but on the uh, FPL community, I am JC on Slack.
0: Nice. Uh, first, just a thank you. It's my first time coming to an FPL oh. meet, so appreciate that. Oh, no, by no worries, the way. Welcome. welcome, my friend. By the way, JC thinks he's getting a cab back with us tonight. Oh, hopefully.
3: You're playing you? James' head now. No. I don't no. He is. We're, um, I'm going to Amsterdam with Sam after this. Where is he? He's gone without <laughs> you, mate. Two days early. Go on. Question is, um, if Mo Salah leaves in the summer, which
0: I think he will, should Liverpool look at Jared Bowen? And if so, what is the reasonable price for him at the moment, considering he's just signed a new contract?
3: Uh, And just to remind you, when he signed the contract, which is like seven years, he was there with the old, I'm going to finish my career at this club. West Ham are good good to me, so I'm never leaving. Bullshit as well. So uh, it'll cost you enough because of all of that that's come with it. I don't think he'll leave and I don't think Liverpool will go for him. I don't think Liverpool go for him. The thing I've been most impressed with him this season over um, previous seasons is the physicality of his hold-up play. Like, for a little guy who gets clattered a lot, he's still quite strong and good at holding, holding the ball up and trying to create and start counter-attacks. Um, I don't know if Liverpool would look at him. What do you think? He's definitely a similar star mould, right? I think because... Uh, of a left footer playing on the right, likes yeah. to cut in, likes to get in behind, can finish... Um, he's a similar style player, but I think Liverpool go bigger. Yeah, the problem is you're paying for a premium for that. So British if, player. if they
0: find an equivalent like a a, a Luis Diaz, for example, mm. as an example, now, some of you would have known him, but a lot of us wouldn't have, right? And you're probably paying half the price, and if you'd have got, say, Bo- to Boeing now, right? So I imagine Liverpool don't like to overpay generally will probably be quite streetwise about their thinking. With the new contract for Burren, probably means it's probably not likely to have... Liverpool, if Liverpool wins million? More now.
3: You think so? I would have said 70, 75.
0: With the new contract, there's no reason um, for West Ham to sell. So you're talking plus about 14 million less than run. Rice, right. right? So
3: Okay, maybe 80 million. It's not worth 80 million. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, who knows? Maybe Danny doesn't His fancy His
3: father-in-law said to him, you leave West Ham, I'm going to mess you up. No, nah, I wouldn't sell him now nah, for 75. Because it's not my money. I don't get it. You, I you, you <laughs> don't you know what, I mean? I, I, I don't know what you'd, we'd do to replace no, him. You wouldn't accept 75 because he'll get more. Yeah, I don't think Reality so. Reality would be my yeah. point. But so. I, I, all I would do with that guy is just play him as a striker. I don't think you
0: probably with the was he five years contract now seven years seven years
3: bro he said he's finishing his career
0: to be honest with him to 32, he's 32 it's madness saying. but it's proven goal scoring in the Premier League he's north of eighty definitely Ooh. I think ago, but that's his promise, he? yeah but it's difficult with um, with Bowen to say oh if he does well for England the chances I won't do well for England because he's got too many people in the way. But it doesn't mean also he's he's not worth that money because most other international teams he would get into. He like generally, if Jared Bowen was Spanish, would he get in the team? Like maybe he would. I'm not saying he would, but maybe he would.
3: Yeah. Ricky, introduce yourself and then ask us your question. Go on, son. Go on, Uh, son. This better not be Tottenham related. Obviously.
1: Well, uh, Ricky Saunders 77 on Twitter, uh, Planet FPL, Tottenham correspondent. Um, easiest job in, in all of um, creation because James knows more than I do about the club <laughs> so I, I just turn up and agree with what he says um,
3: sorry right, you supported them longer just take that
1: well yeah because yeah, yeah. I'm older Yeah. seniority if you will indulge me I've actually got two quick questions okay, so on, pal, well, one, they're is, quick. one is Tottenham centric okay, so on. James uh, can we And if we can, what do we need to do in January to ensure that we can? (laughs) And and, and a miracle is an an acceptable answer.
3: Well, yeah, Daniel Levy spending money is a miracle. I'll be
0: honest, the, the biggest thing in seriousness is no injuries. More than buying anyone, honestly
1: transfer-wise, what do we need to do to strengthen that squad in January?
0: Um, yeah. The number one thing for me would be the player you might have heard me mention, recently. we wouldn't get, is Mitoma, but that ilk of player, a 1v1 direct dribbler on the left wing would be a game-changer for us. Yeah. You're not going to get that player. But something of that ilk, where it can be found in Europe, for half the price or cheaper, will make a big difference. So, yeah. I think left wing that, but we need a centre-back because the two are outstanding but we're playing a kid or Eric Dier if either of them get injured um, Benton is going to be a big addition to, to bring back into the squad but I think if anything if Tottenham were to get in a position to challenge for the league arguably the biggest concern would actually be scoring goals so I think that as a 1v1 game chain dribbler is going to open space for Madison Sun that's, that's the game changing next move for Tottenham I think Question number two. A Martinelli type player, to be honest. No. So, yeah. so, 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 he's okay. So, I'm just saying. So, I wanted so, to. So, I wanted to give you a moment. So, someone to give you a someone
1: moment. better
3: than that. Question number two. <laughs> Phil. Oh.
1: Uh.
3: you got a mic yeah. Good, <laughs> go on, ricky question number two
1: right um question number two uh more for the fpl community uh it's been a horrifically low scoring week yeah uh, many people have Oh, up sun's up.
0: just scratching against chelsea what's wrong with you
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> so i was uh, forget about that one uh, but, but for the majority of people it's been a really low scoring yeah. week um what are, I, mean, I, know, I know your answers, both of you, because I've spoken to you about it before, but what are kind of like the best things that people can do um, if they're struggling with their game week and they're struggling with their mental health because of it? Uh, what, what are the best coping strategies for people on, on a game week like this where everyone has suffered?
5: Oh, oh. oh. brutal.
0: Okay, out, yeah, it's a good one. Although I also love the fact you said, I know your answer, but then you asked the question anyway. I've ch- I've,
3: yeah, I've changed my, uh, since we last spoke. Are Ricky. you sober enough to answer this? I've, Ricky, since we last spoke, I've started taking up yoga, meditation, you know, health retreats. Yeah, I'm more than sober enough to answer Are you? I think,
0: uh, to be honest, this week's fine, really, for most people, because everyone's done shit. So we're all in the same shit boat. It's the ones like, you know, the, the, the Salahor, Old Trafford, uh, and the Kai Havertz week. Those sort of ones where you're like, oh my God, I'm on the wrong side of the decision. And you still look at it, well, I think I made the right decision. And variance happens or whatever. With this week, everyone's missed, basically. So everybody's had a a difficult week. And there will be, I mean, we're laughing at me sitting on, at the time of recording, 29 and a green arrow. And we know there's uh, 14s minus 4s knocking about and stuff like that. I think um, if you can, and not everyone can, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, There are more important things in the world than FPL. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that. I get that for certain people, but there are. There has to be. Even if that's your own mental health, it has to be something more important than the result of a fantasy football team at the end of the week. I think the biggest one for me is if you're at peace with your decisions prior to the week starts, then the outcome will be the outcome. And you're not sucked into the, the problem afterwards of... You know, Oh, I've got the bad beat because Salah got a hat-trick and Havertz blanked as the example. If you can look at it, be happy with this. I know not everybody can do that, but if you just accept that you, you, the outcome, you have no impact. None of us control how many goals Mo Salah scores against Luton or Erling Haaland scores against Bournemouth. And the quicker you can accept that and know you've made a decision based on projections or predictions or models or whatever you use... Um, then I think dealing with the consequences does become easier. And I know that for many people that's easier said than than done. If you generally are struggling, I say what I always say, my DMs are open not for people to send me screenshots of their FPL teams. It's if people generally want to come and say, I'm, you know what, I've had a bad beat and not be embarrassed about it. It is okay to think, shit, I had a bad week and, and that's impacting me. And even ask questions, well, I shouldn't be bothered. But some people are. And then generally that's it slide in my DMs or other people, who knows and be honest about it. Because if it's impacting you that much, it's important enough that it is bothering you. So talk about it.
3: Uh, I'm interested in uh, the, the number of decisions you make in a week in FPL. It's like three or four decisions maybe. You've got to make a decision on who to captain. Who did you captain this week, Ricky? I think Salah. Uh, oh, you went Salah, yeah? Where's, where's Tom? Uh, is that
0: 61 decisions a season or something? Did they say?
3: Is Tom's there. not looking at me. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you can all. in terms of captaincy, tra- you're, so you're like, picking. So like you're picking your captain, decisions, or something. You're picking your transfer, yeah. and then you're picking who to bench and who not to bench. Right? If you could see all of the scores from the week before you had to make those choices, but you, you couldn't see you, you couldn't see who SPL. made the who <laughs> scored the goals and who got the assists. You couldn't see those two things, but you could just see the scores. If you saw 6-1 City this week, you'd pick, you'd Captain Holland, right? And you'd possibly probably buy another City attacker. But I like to kind of look at it as, yeah, what James said with the decision-making process. A lot of people uh, use football and FPL as an escape from life and it's their kind of safe place or where they go to to get escapism when other stuff is shit and, and that kind of thing. But then... By the same token, you're asking the question when it affects your mood and it's negative, right? The one thing I always think about with West Ham, because they can affect my mood all the time, is like, it's not my, like, I don't own the club. It's not my result, right? So I'm not the owner of the football club. I'm not the one that putting money in. I'm not the one making any money when they make it in profit or spending any money when they buy shit players. I'm not on the pitch. I'm not the manager making the decisions. Like what contr- Other than that, you say it all the time, you're a client reference number, not a fan. Like, We don't get treated like supporters anymore, we get treated like cash machines. So, why should I get upset about them when they don't really care about me? Like, it's not my club, it just happens to be that I've I, I chosen. Then,
0: them. I, I can't find that that easy. What you to could not get all upset. Get impacted by what Tottenham
3: do, right? So, yeah, but you've got no control over that. No, I know that's your dad's fault for making yeah, you support them. Do you know what I mean? Dad's. I can understand that you've got someone else to blame. I chose West Ham out of stupidity. You you
0: fucked my life. He's just stupid.
3: The other. Thank you, Dad. I love you. (laughs) The other uh, thing is like, and you'd said it like, there's got to be other things in life. Like, there's got to be. And if you're in a situation where it affects you really badly and you haven't, then it's not about FPL affecting you. It's not having enough other stuff in your life that drives happiness that you can go to, whether it might be family or other hobbies or other interests or whatever else. You need, it can only make up a certain percentage of your total hours that you've got a day and if it's affecting you too much it's taking up too much of your time you've got to either add other stuff in or not care about it as much but i would add to that that
0: certainly the patrons in the room will notice about about my son and stuff right so in a way he's kind of socially awkward at the moment he's just about to turn five right so what if you're an adult and you know being socially awkward and finding other things to do is difficult and that is your
3: your thing because it's difficult to make friendships and stuff like that but then do you get super happy say this is a hypothetical question about this person that you're describing do they get super happy when they do well in fpl is that like a highlight of the week um i can't answer the
0: question for them
3: because but, but I, I always think as well you can't have the highs you, without the lows yeah. right i could not have that high of winning the conference league and that be as high as it is without a low of I, I, losing I would, listen, Burnley I'd take the, on a su-
0: I'd take snowy the, night in the middle take of a the piss, week. but generally speaking, like, if, say, Tottenham did win the league, right? Generally, probably not, sweetheart. But be humble about it. No, I would try, I would try and for a couple of days, but then afterwards, it's like, you obviously celebrate, of course you do. But try and be humble about it because, you know, like that, it will turn to shit again. Yeah. So, it's, and to you relate need, that you to You need FPL, lows and highs.
3: Without yeah, highs, in, you can't in, have lows. Enjoy lows and the bad.
0: highs... Understand the lows, but find a medium. He's, well, I always use my dad. Sorry, dad. Hi, dad. I use in the reference, right? When we do it, at the moment, he thinks we're the best team in the world, right? When we start losing games, we're shit. We're terrible, right? There's no coming back. So, yeah, if you can find an in-between where you don't get impacted by the swing so bad, like if you can, so, you know, just use your Arsenal reference, right? You know, you know why the game went against you, right? In your opinion, you think it's basically down to refereeing decision. good answer so the answer for the benefit of those on the audio or couldn't hear that was yeah okay down to refereeing decision but also Arsenal could do better offensively
3: correct it's good right next question move it on on. hello chaps Um, David FPL underscore Jills. what do England and Gareth Southgate need to do to win Euro 2024 play Harry Maguire at centre back Play Harry Maguire at centre-back. <laughs> Keep Jude fit. <laughs> Keep yeah. Harry fit. Um,
0: yeah. I generally think we've got a great chance. Um, those who have known me longest, I've never tipped England to win a tournament, and it, I do generally think we could win that one. I think there are, there are only two teams that I would be worried about at the moment. One is France, because of the natural talent they have, and the other is Nico's team, is Portugal. I think very good. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that worried about too many other Teams and We've also got a historical bad record against both those teams as well, certainly in terms of competitive games. But if they stay fit, then we've got a real chance. There would be things that would change that. I, I think the biggest one, for that, she isn't the attacking player, is John Stones. He's the biggest one. Because that's so far and away our best centre-back. You know, Carl Walker, great defensively. You'd want him in their 1v1 duels like Mbappe and whomever might play out there for Portugal, etc. But you do have... James, Trippier, Trent, you've you've got solutions John Stones is the one I think would be very difficult to replicate I think there's a number of good centre-backs on on the fringes, the best thing we can do right now is accept that Maguire will play and to be honest if he plays like he played for Manchester United on Saturday, we shouldn't have too much of a problem with that left-back's an issue but at the moment Trippier will play that as it stands Um, central midfield Declan Rice would probably be the next worst player for us to lose because again replicating that's difficult. Calvin Phillips is in my opinion the best partner for Declan Rice. I know most people don't agree yep. with that, but I think in terms of getting the best out of Declan, who's a world class player, we have to consider that and I think Phillips enables that. Then to be honest defensively there are so many good players it's ridiculous. <laughs> we're talking about a player like Bowen who we're talking about saying 80 million. No, <laughs>
3: team. Sac- you're not going to play Bowen over He Saka. might not even
0: be in the squad mate. But
3: Bellingham, Saka, Foden um, Rashford so Grealish Kane
0: Absurd up talent Up front Tons. And I mean if, if Bellingham and Kane Have a good tournament And we defend sensibly We could win
3: it What's your thoughts On goalkeeper You think Pickford Yes Because def- I think def- Nick, definitely. Nick Pope deserves A bit of a chance Surely at this no, point
0: the, prob- the problem with Nick Pope Nick Pope probably mm. Won't be in the squad So, don't think so. No, because he's not good enough with his feet, and Sam Johnson of Palace is going to find himself the same problem. Whereas Ramsdale is very good with his feet, but I think Jordan Pickford has always done well for England. I think international football suits him much better because you don't have to deal with the aerial stuff. Even look at the goal Everton conceded on Saturday. It's not the sort of goal you see in international football, someone hitting the byline and getting across in or set pieces being thrown on top of him. I think that's a problem. Everton, despite the fact they've got good aerial players, actually have a bit of a set piece problem I've noticed recently. So he doesn't have to deal with those things for international football. And actually someone like Maguire, who's really dominant, does help Pickford, I think. Um, so, yeah, still Pickford for me, for England. Am I still there? Do you, th- do you think Southgate will learn from previous tournaments with substitutions making them <laughs> too late? Um, I can't answer for that one. Yeah, but, I've got no but, faith
3: in that. Maybe.
0: Um, it's difficult. When, when you've got... A, a, a Guardiola would probably answer this best. When you've got a tactical setup which at that level is going to be top level of detail, that's why Pep doesn't like making subs sometimes, right? He's like, well, I've given all this detail. Someone else has got to replicate that in the same way and there's a reason why it wasn't chosen in the first place and we should be set that more certainly in international tournaments your depth of squad and what you need you are going to need it you're not going to win a major tournament with 11 players it's going to be at least 15 16 players going to be important to you so yes uh, i think there would be an acknowledgement of using substitutes earlier and better and being more decisive but we can also be very hindsight about that we don't, we don't... You know, when we beat Senegal 3-0, no one said nothing, for example. But we lose to France, so I should have made the subs earlier. So that's, that will come with a narrative a bit. But yes, it they probably is something he could definitely improve his substitutions, particularly as we've got so many good variables, right? If you're playing a Grealish and he's struggling for whatever reason, Rubble, well, we'll stick, and on there or whatever the
3: alternatives, get it done, yeah. Good, good. Right. Go on. Wait, it's got a mic. No, no, I was about to say. Okay. The last question of the show. So my make it, it good. Depression, Let, depression, no, the pressure, the pressures on Mo's now. gonna bloody cry. Oh, there's Mo one question. Yeah, go on. We'll do two questions to go. Go on, Rory.
4: All right. So my question is: I oh, free for your teams, West Ham and Spurs? Yeah. Also, supplementary after that for your individual FPL teams based on your strategy, the way you approach the game. What is your ceiling and what is your floor? So, what is West Ham's ceiling and floor
3: in what the league?
4: In the Premier League, what is your ceiling that you could possibly able to achieve? And what's your floor? And the same as Spurs, <laughs> ceiling and floor? <laughs> and and I think
3: 14th to 7th, I would say, for West Ham.
0: The, the absolute ceiling of Tottenham this year is to win the league. One, yeah. <laughs> I think so. First.
4: From where you are now, I'd say, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah no, I, listen, let's be, let, let's, let's, be, let's be very clear. I'd, I'm not even convinced Tottenham will finish top four, still. I think certainly in Newcastle, there's a very formidable opponent. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, but in terms of, we couldn't, we couldn't, because of the position it's put himself in, we couldn't say they can't, because people would have laughed at Arsenal in the same way they started last year, and you proved yourself good enough. That's not to say my team will do the same. I don't agree with that. But at the moment, we're in a great position. How low could we finish... I'd find it very difficult at the moment to foresee that we would finish below Chelsea or Manchester United as it stands, so I would say seventh.
4: Yeah, so I, I can't see you finishing outside of Europe. But in terms of your personal teams, if you look at the way your fantasy football team works and your approach to the game, how low do you think you could finish in overall rank? How high do you think you could? I was finish? in FPL. Yes. A mil- I won't oh, finish, about I won't finish million. out
3: of the top million. Between 1 million and 100,000, I would say. You think you can't finish top under k uh, Of
1: course maybe you can. It's too long to go. 50K. 50K.
3: 100 um, million and 50K,
0: I think. I wouldn't want to put a ceiling on that. Where do I start? You know, do I cut off at 2K, 5K, 10K? It's quite tough. My position's okay at the time of recording, of sort of like 730 ish. Um, but as I've. I've had a consistent greens, but I've been like 50k, 50k, 50 If I keep doing now, I'll end pretty well. Um, I would be surprised if I finished outside the top 500k. Um, I would also probably be surprised if I finished inside the top 50k. But I think it could both be better than that and worse than that. I mean, imagine Salah scored five against Luton. Like, I'm in so much trouble, right? So... It can be one decision like that that hurts. Go back to your point earlier on Holland and Salah and knowing the results. If you knew Liverpool drawn one-one at Luton and knew that City beat Bournemouth six-one, every Salah owner who didn't own Holland would have taken the minus four to get Holland in.
3: That's probably true. Go on then. You got the mic. You ready? Let's go. Introduce yourself. Give us your handle. Give us your handle.
4: Yeah. Uh, Constant moaning about VAR, referee decisions, whatever. You lot are in the Premier League. Our support a championship team okay and i don't we don't have to listen to all the cha- why is it constant moaning about decisions about VAR? come and join the championship and then see how it feels
3: well so, go, go on, on just clarify like, so you don't moan about <laughs> what what do people in the championship moan about though because there's got to be moaning about something
0: She's Millwall. No one yeah, likes them and she doesn't true. care, mate.
3: Um, <laughs> if they want us to stop moaning, they've just got to start getting decisions right, surely. Just moaning because it's wrong all the I bloody think, time.
0: Um, many of you would know my opinion. I would sack it, right? But there's also no point doing that cause, saying that because they're not going to do it. So they have to get used to it. But we're tired of it. We're tired of talking about it. And yet the headline from this weekend is the decision of what happened in the Newcastle Arsenal game. And that's what most but it's obviously getting clicks. There's enough people who do want to talk about it, listen to it, whatever, that it is getting enough interest. And I think we all when it when it's emotional so it affects our teams, people obviously oh you can put the blame on the, the referee. It was called right there, right? Arsenal actually didn't play great yesterday. And that's that's part of the problem. But it is easy then to Arteta deflects that. Oh, let's just talk about the referee. Yeah, no 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 i'm abs- I'm absolutely certain um, uh, absolutely I'm absolutely certain that decisions the further down the pyramid you go to championship. so if you had a conversation with a League two fan they'll tell you that's even worse than the championship and that, that's unfortunately, it's natural right you've got better players at the top level, so as much as we criticize referees, top referees. Uh, top referees are in the Premier League etc I don't I don't think I don't I don't think that the refereeing actually is as bad as everybody thinks I think the application is terrible right
3: next question and that's part of the problem should we get referees
5: from abroad
0: then? Um, I think the Premier League should very very seriously consider using Premier Leagues from abroad however you support a team that regularly plays in Europe Sush does too and hopefully mine will do again soon as well um I would give me a Premier League referee over than the referees I get in Europe all day every day every time every time I would take a Premier League referee tell us am I what sorry Am I the most acceptable person for giving advice on refereeing? No, I'm just
3: a football fan. <laughs> Good. Uh, next question.
4: Mm. Hello, uh, Nick Fulham fan here. Uh, given Fulham. our struggles so far up front, uh, two questions. First of all, do you think there's any particular worry for us staying up? And second of all, are there any particular uh, individuals that could potentially come to Fulham to fix our problems?
0: Fulham will be absolutely fine as long as Paulini yeah, stays fit. And it there's is enough is goals, in that.
3: like there's with Wilson and um, I can um, William. There's goals in there I, I, isn't there.
0: I can I can give you a short-term solution that I think would help you, and it would help Suj as well.
3: Danny Ings. Uh, I thought you were going to try and get rid of Antonio for me, mate. Oh, no, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, please. I thought you were trying to do oh, me a favour, the not the way Fulham they a play favour. and stuff, the
0: wide players like to carry, etc. Yeah. Pereira's but a good he chance. He seems to
3: always play better when he's got a partner up top with him, Danny Ings. I don't know if I see him as a lone yeah, striker. Yeah, but maybe
0: if you could get Pereira close to him. Yeah, or Muniz, or something like that. Would, do you think Danny Ings would be better than what you've got? I mean, than what got? Well, there you go. Cool. So they should arguably be in trouble. He in midfield... He's a mistake for goal on Saturday. He's outstanding. I mean, some, some Jay, outstanding. Some are saying Trey Adams is a fix. Okay. No, be, no but Ch- Ch- I like Che Adams. Running behind I think him. it's good channels, works hard, links play well. Um, but y- y- you need a not a goal scorer, is He's a
3: scorer. He's not a goal scorer. Right. We made it, go Mo. On, we made it to the last question of the show. Ah. Oh. Oh. There we go. You're on go, on, Mo, tell us. <laughs> are you on twitter <laughs> what's you are you on twitter
2: uh yeah yeah you'll oh, find okay, me on nice. trophy fpl you know i've got a youtube channel FPL. as well check yeah. that out <laughs> anyway relax 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 i've got a serious question actually so Good. the ballon d'or is just gone yeah and uh, we saw that uh, messi won it and harlan came second and my question is do we think there's too much weight waiting on the world cup and the reason i say i know it's a prestigious tournament but the reason i ask you to this if you're, basically, only if you're on five countries, you can win the World Cup. If you're, Harland's not winning the World Cup. So if that's what they're relying on him, to win that trophy, he's doomed. If you're born in Congo or born in, you I can tell you now the next World Cup winner is gonna be France or say Argentina or Brazil. So, or England, there we go. But the point I'm getting at, should we reduce the weight in, at least if you're born from them countries, you can move club to club and end up at Real Madrid or Barcelona or Liverpool. Uh,
3: and when Josh, the can I, can I take this one? Uh, for Who won the Ballon d'Or the last time, last World Cup, not this one?
0: So I was going to ask a question back to Mo and say which Spanish player won it in 2010. They didn't. Uh, so which, know. which German player won it in 2014?
3: The thing I think with this season that makes it different is for Messi, it completed the set, didn't it? No. So maybe there's a lot of waiting on it. Maybe Holland's had a better season who, but who the won achievement it in 2018? of the World Cup for Messi completed the full set for him.
0: Did Modric, Modric won it 2018? Yeah. I think
3: he did. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, so actually Messi's the only person to win the Ballon d'Or who's won the World Cup since Ronaldo Messi existed. Well, <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a French player in 06 either, would it?
2: But the point yeah. I'm getting at, do we put too much weight in on it considering you can't win, you're not winning I the World think, Cup. Um you're not winning it, are you? Unless you're from no, five countries. No. Yeah, in, in, I, I, I think it. In seriousness, fair,
0: was Erling Haaland, or maybe even arguably Rodri, maybe the best player across club competition over the last 12 months? Yes. I think in Messi's case, the story for most of us who... You know, England and Argentina have a big rivalry. Most of us wanted Argentina to win that final. For him to win that was the crowning glory of his football story. I think it's understandable that he got the award when, as good as Haaland has been and his goal-scoring numbers have been, he'll do that again, um, and the opportunity will come to him. It just felt like one for me, and I think to be honest, the award has become a popularity contest a little bit.
3: The whole, so, the whole, the whole event. I, has I also changed. think There's awards for everything. I also now.
0: don't feel bothered enough to think that th- and to know that it's definitely the last time he's winning it. And he, 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 for him and his career, completed the one thing that people always said, well, you can never be the best player in the world because of that. And we can't say he didn't have a great World Cup. And actually, in 14, he wasn't great. 18, he wasn't great. He was Argentina's best player at the World Cup and they've won it. Yeah, So maybe go. maybe yes, in terms of the waiting. Do I have a problem with the fact that he won it? Not really.
3: Do you know this uh, Best Striker Award? Uh, that was, that was only created a few years oh ago. Oh my God, hang on, hang why on I on didn't
0: away. I criticise Emmy Martinez, the world-class Emi Martinez uh, like on the main it. podcast? Um, Villa fans, that, come for me. That
3: Best Striker Award is only created a few years ago, right? Was it created for Lewandowski because he was never going to win Ballon d'Or? <laughs> is that right? It's, Maybe. Because it's, it's a very new award. So now Haaland's getting it. They're like, don't worry, you didn't get Ballon d'Or because we got this Best Striker Award. Now they got the Best Young Player Award. The whole thing's... All about the money, right? They just want to get more sponsors, for more awards, and make it more of an event. But I agree with James. It's a popularity contest, and I wouldn't put too much weight on it. But he's, yeah, do you think Holland should have won it? Yes.
0: Okay. Mm. If Holland repeats what he did last year,
3: he's
2: not. He'll win it. But he won't repeat that. It's a he freak year. I don't think he can. Sp- might not get the treble.
0: Get that. And He might not need to, right? If he wins the Champions League and scores enough goals, that might be enough.
3: Yeah agreed there we go like guys now uh, we're going to wrap up with the Q&A thank you so much for tuning in we'll do an outro as we go thank you everyone for coming to the Thirsty Bear the pub is still open for another two hours so Can one more uh, thing
0: because I forgot to plug it on the main pod but our friends Brandon and Josh from oh yes uh, Always, always Cheating are over on Friday and they, they what's the is? name of the place nice. they meet it's near London Bridge uh, Bellagio's Tom.
3: is it yeah Bellagio's where's the Always Cheating meet always Belushi's, shooting me Belush, Belushi's
0: right Belushi's in,
3: yeah. uh, in London Bridge great Belushi's dads. London Bridge look at a link in the bio because we're butchering this Jake. yeah
0: no great great lads are over from America I can't yes. go because uh, it's Harry's fifth birthday happy birthday to my boy and I'm going to Wolves Saturday so out but enjoy it if you're going
3: thank you so much for joining. in stay safe chat for now thanks everyone cue music please man